The criminal justice program at Ashland Community and Technical College prepares students for police, corrections, or security careers. There are job opportunities at the local, state, and federal levels. Multiple degree, diploma, and certificate options are available, and the program can be completed in just two years. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. For more information, visit ashland.kctcs.edu. And we welcome you to the second episode of From the Den here on the campus at Ashland Community and Technical College. My name is Scott Martin. It, as always, it's great to be here as I have Dave Williams uh, and, and Joe Brake, both from Marathon Petroleum, retired, right, gentlemen? Yes, yes. I, I want to thank you for being here. Thank uh, you. Great to be here. Beyond that, what, what, needs, what I want to draw attention to is, and I've known this my whole life, growing up in this region, so many great people went ahead of a lot of us, right, and, and helped others kind of find their way, find their path. You gentlemen have been doing that your whole careers. You did it while you're employed at Marathon, and then you've retired, and you still do it because you're giving back to the schools, to students. You know, it, it's much like the atmosphere here. There are traditional students and there are non-traditional students. You guys have pinpointed those people um, in, in, in life and, and brought them forward, and for that, uh, we owe you a, a huge debt of, uh, of gratitude, and, and thank you for that. But let's talk a little bit about you guys first. I know, um, Dave, you were at, at Marathon uh, in, the, in, the, in the refinery for 20 years, right? I was at the refinery for uh, 20 years. I started there in 1990, and somewhere around 2010, uh, I made a transfer to the what we call the the upstream division based out of Houston. And for the last 10 years of my career, I worked with uh, the exploration group out of Houston, but I was based out of Equatorial Guinea, which is a country west a in West Africa, just south of Cameroon. And that's a oil production. We had five offshore platforms. And, and I, at that point, we had a, a, a mini refinery onshore. And so I navigated back and forth and uh, you know, did the same basic type of work I did at Catlisburg, maintenance, reliability, project type oriented. So, so what I'm hearing is, you ticked off somebody at Marathon. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. no but so you go to you go to Equatorial Guinea, uh, and they speak Spanish there, right? They do. That's they that's do. one of the few places on the continent of Africa where Spanish is the language. Correct. I, I believe it's only the only one. But so yes. you had to. Did you already speak? any fluent Spanish was uh, this a learning I, I I did not they <laughs> at the time you know we tried to make a lot of the equatorial Ghanaian uh, the national staff uh, we tried to integrate them into the English but uh, you know those most of the equatorial staff they speak four languages almost right. all of them speak French Spanish English and then they'll have some sort of uh, tribal dialect we couldn't really get them to ever take Appalachian up as they, a they serious, and, uh, but but uh, but we were warm up to that, but, but but we yeah. were working with them, but uh, but yeah. no. But that, so so I'm guessing uh, while you're there, your approach was pretty much like it is here, and that's keep the product working and 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 doing it correctly and safely. But you're also interacting with the community, teaching them to how to better themselves and put them in positions there would that would that be true I, I yes I, I mean the, the the premise of going over there always had was is that I was working my way out of a job I always had to be the focus was always on the Ecuadorian staff 
that uh, to bring young engineers, young maintenance uh, 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 craftspersons to the point up to a, a, a standard that, that we could back away. And so, you know, I never, I, a lot of my family was in education. My wife's a teacher, my dad was a teacher, my mother-in-law and father-in-law were ex-teachers. And so, uh, so it really got to, I was able for the first time to, to kind of lead a life that they had, but, but yet still be, be the, yeah. responsible for in the end doing the same things I did at Calixburg. Can you picture yourself in an office setting? collaborating with a team to solve business problems? The Business Administration program at Ashland Community and Technical College can help you get there. Students can earn a degree in accounting or management, and multiple other diploma and certificate options are available. The Business Administration program offers a variety of choices for people preparing for new careers in the business industry or looking for job advancement. The program can be completed in just two years. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. For more information, visit ashland.kctcs.edu. So you're 30 years with Marathon. Yes. Uh, and, and it was before it was even Marathon. You were there. Joe, you're the same way, right? You're 32 years there, right? Yeah, I, I started in 88 uh, oh. at the refinery and I retired from the refinery. I, I stayed no, there in Calisburg my entire career. That's, so that's from, awesome. Yeah, was all, it, they it, didn't it, ship you off any place. Well, I tell you, for for a, a hometown kid here to have that opportunity in my backyard um, is was a truly a blessing. And, and yeah, we don't see that anymore. Yeah. And you know, it, it, growing up, uh, you went to a job and you were there. You know, yeah. and, and if you did it right, if, it, if it you, has if changed. You can, Times have changed to go, a little right. bit. So that that says a lot about uh, your knowledge and 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 your work ethic. Because you were there till you said, "Okay, time for me to go home now." Right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But now well, they but, did one or the other. Yeah, but yeah. Was, yeah, so they all said, "Okay, yeah, it's, yeah, time, yeah. To it's, time, it's time, for, time for Joe to go." But yeah. No, but but and since then, since you both retired, uh, you're still doing work in the community, still still helping out both you both you gentlemen. Uh, what, what, my time at Marathon and, and National before that is is uh, they've always been very supportive of the community, and they mm -hmm. have encouraged. Uh, their employees uh, to get involved in the community and uh, so I appreciated that and you know I started doing stuff out there and anything that I would come up with they would support and um, but you know but they're they're the ones that really set that culture mm -hmm. uh, and it's been a long-standing culture to, to get involved with the community and uh, I, I truly enjoyed that and we, we took advantage and and, and, and they you, supported us. You guys are the ones that made a difference. I mean, think think of the lives you've touched, the, the people you've helped uh, along your path, because there were people who did the same for you. Absolutely, right? absolutely. Um, like I said, I was blessed to have this opportunity to work here. Um, you know, I went to school here at ACC. I went when it was ACC. Uh, my mom taught here, uh, you know, so I grew up here. And to have that opportunity, and I got a lot of help and a lot of good advice along the way. So now that I'm on the other end of it, it's, you know, I should be doing that as well. Well, it's it's a chance because because we all look back at it and you know it, it was a little more than playing Uno and hanging out downstairs <laughs> around the ping pong tables. Uh -huh. We got a great education here and we met solid people and they helped us kind of kind of forge our way along. and And we were talking about this but before we started the podcast. Uh, it, it's a it's about education and it's about uh, your readiness to move on. And, and not everybody's not everybody's gonna not everybody's college. Yeah. You know, it's it's not cut out for everybody, and and 
Dave, you were showing me the example of the, the 127 model. And, and you both, both you guys know all about this. But if you would, explain that some. Well, you, you know, when I came from retirement, I kind of wanted to mimic what Joe had been doing for 10, 12 years while I was away. And that is trying to, to get back into the community. And so another friend of mine uh, from church, we were talking about, uh, you know, just vocationally. He had a grandson that, that didn't think college was going to, to be something that he was going to be interested in and he wished that you know Paul Blazer would have some opportunities for some skilled uh, type uh, craft type training and I was really shocked by that of course I had been away and I hadn't really even looked close into the subject and uh, so as we started talking and getting more involved in it um, you know Joe and I had spoke about you know well what can we do to try to get this word out uh, and so we had been talking with, um, working with, you know, middle school um, students, uh, but, you know, and we tried to explain that the, the 127 type of principle or model that most uh, progressing type communities uh, used all the way up into like the 80s was that when we're talking about the middle class wage class, that you can pretty much say out of every 10 jobs, one job would require a master's or greater, master's, a PhD. And then there would be two positions, two type job career paths that would require a bachelor's. And we could correlate that to a teaching, a teacher or a nurse or something of that nature. But the seven, which is the greater majority of those 10 um, career paths in the middle class wage group, really only requires a two-year community college or some sort of vocational certificate or some sort of even six-month training class but that's what that that's what takes to really um, to make a, a community thrive and and we kind of got away from that and felt like when Kara first come in in the early 90s that everyone had to go to college and Joe and I can both attest that, you know, a, an engineering degree um, has done us, uh, we've been able to do quite uh, things we never thought we could, but we, we also seen and, and worked with a lot of skilled craftspersons that led just as good a life as we did that were phenomenal at what they did. And, and we just see that, you know, that 127 principle is coming more and more relevant not to our community, but really nationwide. Do you guys see that? Uh, that was, that was going to be my follow-up question. Do you, do you see this coming back around? Because we see now, and, and ACTC obviously has been, you know, very strong about this. You know, the, the vocational trades uh, at, at two, two of the campuses. Um, I, it, I don't, I don't want to say it's making a comeback, but it, it really is. I mean, that's kind of what we're saying. It, it would we'd kind of moved away from that. And so it, it feels like it's getting stronger now. Is, is that what you think? I certainly so? hope so, it, it, and it needs to. Um, ACTC offers a lot of good programs um, to get good job training that are marketable skills. And that's, that's right. the whole idea is get a marketable skill that somebody needs right. uh, that you can find a job. And, and make and, a good and, living and yeah, provide for your and family. And provide for your family. Yeah. And, and those opportunities are here and um and, and they're 
they're great opportunities that you can come in, get your training, and get a good job. And there'll always be work for it because it's a marketable skill, and you can always find work. And the beauty of of of, of that system and and ACT a, ACTC in particular is it also gets us a stronger worse workforce here. So Absolutely. as we've seen industries leave, and we've mm -hmm. seen it. Uh, if they see a stronger, and we do, we have a great workforce here. We you, do. You, you guys were next to them every day. Absolutely. We have a great workforce here. So that attracts new industry. So if we're building it, I guess from the foundation up, mm -hmm. then it would seem kind of on the right path, don't you think, fellas? Yes. If we had a, uh, you know, a, the, the more uh, stronger workforce you have in an area, the more attractive it is for outside companies to come sure. in. So as for the individual who, who wants to do these trades, they would have the opportunity to stay here if they want to or travel if they want to. Right. So it's all about opportunities and choices and, and not getting, you know, having, having opportunities and choices to make. Uh, and I think this provides it. And, and I, I, I think the shift in, in, in the thought process on it for me is it's not just a male, you know, when we were in high school, it seemed like mm -hmm. most of the guys, right. it was just guys going to vote. It's, it's both. It's uh, both now. Yeah, it's, and, it's, and, it's just as strong, both sides. There's not mm -hmm. one side more dominant than the other in strength of knowledge and, and, uh, and the ability to get a great job. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. so so if, if we stick to this, because you all, you've been around it. You've, you've worked side by side with men and women, hard work, mm -hmm. great job, yes. but but if you're, if you're good at what you do and you're, you're dedicated to it mm -hmm. and, and you're not gonna let down the guy working next to you or the lady next to you, this will work. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, most most young not uh, most young women uh, will think that you know some of the skilled trades is is maybe more of a male um, type of vocation. But uh, you know, I've had the fortunate to work with a lot of uh, young women that was particularly in the, from the Philippines that came over and was welders over in Equatorial Guinea, and uh, you know, women uh, have a greater fine eye. To detail and uh, smaller hands allowed them to, you know, to work uh, the welding, uh, and they did really, really well. And and we've seen, as Joe's can attest, I mean, we've worked alongside women that were instrument uh, instrument techs and electricians and and you know operators in all walks. And so yeah, and matter of fact, my wife uh, is has with a group of kids uh, from middle Ashland Middle School and and. Um, you know, one of the ladies that was at Huntsville, NASA. Yeah. Um, Susan Barber Martin. Susan Barber. Uh, she had two years here. Went on to UK. Right. Finished just like uh, her engineering degree, and and uh, and it's great to see you know, women take advantage of the of the STEM and the CTE opportunities. And and that's th those are those are two really big STEM and, and CTE. Are, are huge. We're talking about science, technology, engineering, math, and course career and, and technical education. But you look for, if, if this appeals, if you're listening right now, and this appeals to you, that's a couple of things you want to look for as you're going down your checklist. You, you want to find somebody, an, an institution friendly that in that direction, correct? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. You, you, like you said earlier, you, you want to find a marketable skill that you can, you know, the, the people want, and that you can, you know, know that there's work available for. Uh, there are opportunities to do that, and the earlier you get in on this and, and, and look at it, the better. I mean, you, you can you have opportunities here. There's other opportunities for training as well, but but some of these crafts jobs are 
are hugely important for the you know continuation of this country. Uh, they're good paying jobs and they're good uh, you know good jobs for the community to have. Do you like working with your hands? Do you have an interest in repair work or being your own boss? The HVAC program at Ashland Community and Technical College might be for you. Students in the HVAC program learn how to design, build, and maintain climate control systems through hands-on training. This program offers a variety of choices for people seeking a career in HVAC, as well as currently employed individuals who wish to enhance their skills. Multiple degree, diploma, and certificate options are available, and the program can be completed in two years by maintaining full-time status. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. For more information, visit ashland.kctcs.edu. So we, we've talked a lot about what you have done, your careers, uh, Dave being in Equatorial Guinea for a while, and, and your involvement with students past and present. Let's, let's talk about the future. Both retired now, work, worked your tails off. So, so what's, what do you wanna do now? What's, what's next? Well, I, I do, uh, it is a more of a laid back lifestyle now that retired, but there's still a lot of time and opportunity to, to do something. We're looking for ways to, to maybe get involved with the schools uh, and to, to kind of spread this word, to kind of get them more involved and kind of pass on some of the stuff that we know uh, to these kids coming up because, you know, that's kind of where the passion is and that's where, you know, we need to do that because these kids are going to be taking care of us when we get older, you know. <laughs> that's exactly. And and you're smart because I saw your notes and it's, you know, whatever your wife tells you. That's, basically, basically. Yeah, <laughs> we, mama ain't happy, yeah. ain't nobody happy. Yeah, yeah, keep the kids happy and keep the wife happy. So that's, that's it. A, Dave, how about you, man? Well, you know, I... Uh, even though I'm retired, I have 11 year old and a 10 year old. And so one of my underlying uh, reasons for this is, is I want to try to make our community what it was when I was growing up and that it was thriving with uh, opportunities. And so, you know, Joe and I have both have been working, we've spoken to um, multiple middle schools, uh, eighth grade um, students that are going into their freshman year, explaining the opportunities uh, to be an electrician, to be a welder, to be a carpenter, to be a plumber, an HVAC technician. I mean, uh, if you've ever had to call and try to find one of those skills to come to your home, you'll realize there's just not that many out there of uh, those type of crafts. They're very limited. And so the window, although we have a, a really good skilled workforce or are known for that, um, it's disappearing quickly. And so, you know, our, our emphasis is, you know, is trying to get more industry back into the area. It, it, it's, it's probably going to come from future industry that may be, you know, 25, 50, 75 employees, not in huge, big refineries and Armco and big steel mills like we're accustomed to. But how do we go about, we have to generate our next skilled workforce generation to attract those small industries into our area we have a lot to give i mean we're we're two hours thereabouts from columbus cincinnati lexington charleston um, southern west virginia uh, we're really in a good geographical location here but trying to generate and trying to gain interest and that's one of the things joe and i 
really want to do and have offered is to go anywhere and talk to any middle school and 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 you know try to turn the the turn the K through 12 around where as we mentioned the 127 uh, model is is geared towards the seven you know how do we go about trying to get the uh, the the school administrators and the school superintendents to uh, to change their model and focus more on trying to get, build this workforce are you two are the two guys I would pick to, to send into any classroom or any any situation like that because you've lived it you've breathed it you've done it and you want to you want to help others do it and uh, and so thank you for that guys I, I appreciate not only you're being here and, and bringing our attention to this it, it's it's uh, it's something we're doing and and we're doing it right we just need to get the word out about it more but but more I appreciate uh, what you've done with your careers at, at Marathon, all the guys and ladies you work with there. We, we talked about some before, before we started this. But, but the fact that you keep giving back and giving back, uh, you know, I, I, I can't thank you enough for that. And, and Dave, I just got to ask uh, in Equatorial Guinea, and I, was, I did a little research on this, and the food, <laughs> I'm just saying, some of it. Okay, so what was the best part? <laughs> what, well, if you look at me, I, I probably didn't miss too many meals <laughs> while I was there, so it, it had to be pretty good. Yeah. But uh, you know, actually, uh, surprising enough, you could uh, we most of us took a cooler of food over yeah. there with us, and uh, and so you know, I worked with alongside uh, men and women from from all over Europe and all over Asia and, and uh, India, and, and uh, but it's amazing, you know, if you can fix just common food that we're associated with how how well it goes over from a nation a world perspective but but uh it was it was great fun really enjoyed it so you went for two years and stayed for 10 and for two and stayed for 10 <laughs> we're glad you're back <laughs> Me too. We're glad. and and thanks again for for what you and and your start here at, you know when we were here as acc yes and and uh, and great people moved us along you guys continue to move uh, these kids long and and we thank you for all that and glad you're part of our community well it's it's a uh, truly blessing it's been my home uh, nearly all my life and uh, i've been very thankful to be able to to work here and to live here now so um it's just uh, we just need to keep it going we'll see you around the neighborhood we'll yeah. see you at the ball field yeah, and every place else that's right joe brake and dave williams this is uh this is our second installment of of from the den uh, right here at ACTC, and my name, again, is Scott Martin. Glad to have you here. Thanks so much for listening.